0: I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. it was so glorious. Oh, now I am filled with glorious purpose because I have seen the trailer for The Book of Boba Fett. I assume you've all seen it too. I'm not special. We all probably watched it at the same time. And now we rejoice in the glorious splendor that is the trailer for The Book of Boba Fett. And we put it on a loop in our homes over and over again to help us count down the days and tease us with excitement. Well, welcome in. I've already spoiled what this episode's about. This is another bonus edition of MandoVision, our Bantha Track Specials return, with a a bit of a reaction and I don't know analysis is sort of a strong word, but we're gonna talk about some of the stuff we saw in the trailer. Uh, my name is Tom. This is the MandoVision podcast. My good, I'm all over the place today. I'm so excited. I did not expect this trailer to happen today. I thought it was soon, but not today. So I had a nice little bonus waiting for me when, uh, when I logged on to my. When I logged on. When I, when I opened up my uh, web browser on my phone, when I was checking out the social medias. I was like, whoa, what? what? Oh, whoa, whoa, what? Show me that. Play it again. Play it again. And again. And again. You get the idea. I, um, yeah, I'm losing my marbles over here. I had a blast watching this trailer. So many great, fun things. Doing what it does best, uh, uh, you know, it's getting us hyped up. It's getting us excited. A trailer is 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 designed to get us all bumped, like fired up and passionate, and this one does it. And and uh, we're left with a lot of answers. We get some really great shots, some really great visuals. We see some familiar uh, species from the Star Wars universe, uh, but we still don't know a ton about what's going on there. You know, they're keeping that that plot kind of under wraps. Uh, but let's, you know we do have some procedure on this podcast this is a very informal episode of the show but in honor of the book of boba fett before we we talk about it any further it's time strap on your buckets let's go if you had spoken such insolence to java he'd have fed you to his menagerie please speak freely Yes, yes, yes! Indeed, we couldn't be more excited to be talking about the book of Boba Fett trailer. Oh, so many times I've watched it already. How many times have you watched it? I I don't think I'm quite in double digits, but I'm darn close. And uh, it's only a matter of time before double digits are hit, and uh, it will be glorious, glorious. Uh, one of the things we focus on in this trailer, Boba Fett's done. A, he looks like he's done a little bit of a, a little bit more upkeep on his on his armor. Things look look like look, a. Look, look, uh, the gauntlets in particular seem to be a different color than when we last saw them on The Mandalorian in Season 2. But he also looks like there's been a little bit of a time passage uh, between when we last saw him in The Mandalorian and where this show picks up at, because it looks like maybe he's got, you know, he put that fresh coat of paint on there in Season 2 of, of Mando, but it looks like maybe he's, he's, he's has some altercations. Now again, th- this trailer doesn't show us when and where these things take place. Maybe he gets that battle damage in the course of action on this show. You know, speculate. Wild speculation will be the the main theme of our of our little uh, bantha tracks episode today, uh, because yeah, we don't know anything. We don't know any kind of context for any of the stuff that we saw. Uh, but I I wanted to talk about just the, the greatness of it. I mean, how much fun was it to see some of these things that we got to see? Uh, again, Fennec and Boba still working together, still doing their thing. I love seeing them in action. I think. I think uh, Ming-Na Wen and, and Timora Morrison are going to have a fantastic time on screen together, I, and I'm really, really excited to see. Uh, they the, 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 the hopefully let Ming-Na Wen you know, just get nuts with Fennec Shand, and we get to see some really fun stuff with that character. That's, we've kind of been teased out a little bit over the course of The Mandalorian, and then even in her appearances uh, in, in The Bad Batch this season. So I'm really intrigued by the possibilities of Fennec Shand working with Boba Fett as, as sort of his number one, if you will. Like that idea, obviously, like like we speculated before, Boba Fett trying to sort of become a kingpin here. He's trying to pick up the reins that uh, that Jabba left behind, uh, because Bib Fortuna was doing a terrible job at it, from what we saw. Didn't seem like he had much of a, a criminal empire under his under his rule, and and Boba Fett's like, hey, I got a plan, and this is what we're gonna do. And we talk a little. They talk a little bit about that in the trailer, uh, how Jabba ruled through fear, and Boba's gonna try a different way. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but I, I, I sort of like this idea, this this sort of spin on Boba Fett's character. I mean, he says it right at the beginning of the trailer. He's not even a bounty hunter anymore. He, he's he's going to be living that kingpin lifestyle. He wants to be the shot caller, and and we're going to see how effective he is at, at running a criminal organization of his own. I'm intrigued by this possibility. I'm excited to finally explore the Star Wars underworld. I've been talking to you all about it for years. <laughs> Since this podcast started, I have said a thousand times, I want to explore the Star Wars Underworld. It's one of my favorite, favorite avenues that Star Wars doesn't nearly spend enough time in. But we're finally going to get to do it. You know, you think back to when, when Lucas originally wanted to do a Star Wars Underworld show uh, back in, like, 2005, and they, they wrote, like, two years' worth of scripts. And, and you know, it, it was going to, you know, not only show pivotal moments in Star Wars lore, like like Han and Chewie winning, winning the Millennium Falcon from Lando, it was going to have all kinds of other stuff going on with it. It... it, it sound like it was just full of potential but it was it was ultimately deemed unfilmable too expensive uh, the technology wasn't there uh, so that's how we got other things like star wars the clone wars and rebels and things like that and we, and we got to go, go we got to go to these places and explore these places via animation and now the technology's there you know the, whether it's it's through all the all the stuff they pioneered with the mandalorian or other things they're able to kind of show us these worlds now we're going we're going to explore these stories we're going to see uh, uh, again we're, uh, we're losing Lucas's vision uh, but Favreau and Filoni have been extremely uh, beyond capable with what they're doing on The Mandalorian I, I believe they're serving as executive producers on The Book of Boba Fett along with Robert R- Rodriguez who seems to be the one setting um, a lot of the visual tone uh, uh, for this series and I'm excited by all of that I, I, there's, there's nothing in this trailer that dissuades me from being just beyond enthusiastic about, about this just trailer Let's talk about the opening because I was delighted to see a little Bomar monk scrambling over the, the the hillside outside of Jabba's palace, which is a former Bomar monastery that Jabba took over. The Bomar monks, in case you aren't uh, familiar with them, they, uh, they, they 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 um they're monks <laughs> to keep it simple, but they they don't want to uh, they want to sever themselves from like the physical world. And so they put their brains in jars in these like spider-like bodies, so they can better concentrate on enhancing their own mental states without the distraction of 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 the of the flesh. Uh, Pinhead would probably be very into these these fellas, um, and and so we you know we saw them and we saw at least one of them in Return of the Jedi. Whether this is the same one or not, who's to say? His his uh, body looks a little a bit more angular than the one we saw in Jedi, but I I, I was so delighted to see one of these. Uh, monks, uh, still in play, still living its life at the palace, and maybe just going for a nice little stroll. Or did Boba Fett evict the monks? Maybe he's like, I don't like them lurking around. They creep me the F out. (laughs) I don't know for sure. Uh, Another little twist on the Bomar monks, just while we're talking about them, in the old expanded universe, in the old books that don't count anymore, there is a tale, a story. uh, It's from the uh, from the short story collection, Tales from Jabba's Palace. Uh, in, in, in one of the stories there, Bib Fortuna meets a very different fate than, than what we, he gets in the, in, in the Mandalorian when Boba Fett kills him. Uh, shortly after Jabba's death at the hands of, of Leia, Luke, and, and, and Han, um, Bib Fortuna returns to the palace, thinking he's going to run the show, uh, but instead basically becomes a Bomar monk. His brain gets inserted into, the, into one of the brain jars, and he gets to live his life in that spider-like body. And uh, that is Bid Fortuna's fate in the old expanded universe, and then, uh, you know I'm sort of I sort of miss it a little bit, but it was still pretty really cool to see him get uh, killed by Boba at the end of season two. By spoilers, in case you didn't know what was going on there. We also got to see an ithorian. Now, is this an ithorian? Is this going to be a a rival of Boba Fett's? Is this someone trying to contact or or contract with Boba Fett to to see if he's still a bounty hunter or not? Because he, maybe he's got a, a job for him to do. One of the reasons why I'm wondering if that's the case, you I know, mean, obviously, the the opening bits of dialogue from the trailer seem to in, indicate that there's a bit of confusion over Boba Fett's role in in the galaxy right now. He's trying to assert himself as a criminal, uh, as a leader of, of a criminal organization. So he's stepping away from bounty hunting. But but what I'm curious about, it and what I, what I what I'm wondering, what you all think as as fellow audience members, does Boba Fett's reputation has it taken, uh, uh, you know, has it been damaged by his absence? Now we don't know for sure how long he was in the Sarlacc pit, but we know that Mandalorian takes place five years after Return of the Jedi. Was he in the Sarlacc pit for? Well, he was in there for X amount of time. We know that, uh, and, he, and he he was damaged. He's scarred up, and he only recently got his armor back from the Mandalorian in season two. So what's his reputation like? Do people still fear Boba Fett the way they did before? Or do they even believe this is the real Boba Fett? So I, I wonder if those questions will be asked or addressed at all during the course of this series. Uh, maybe towards the beginning of the series, or maybe this is maybe Boba Fett has to take a job for the Scythorian to kind of prove who he is to uh, assage ass, 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 <laughs> to assage the fears of these these, these captains of of of, of the uh, the Hut Empire. Of the, the Hut criminal empire, I should say don't don't get one empire confused with the other. That's always a bad bad mistake. But Ithorians are an awesome species. I really enjoy seeing them. You know, uh, and hopefully we'll learn more about this character. I like to had a bit of a translator thing going on because, uh, you know, I think I would have been disappointed if if an Ithorian started speaking basic. That would have bummed me out. We also get to see some Trandoshans. We've been seeing them popping up in the, up, up in the Mandalorian. Obviously, the, our, our most well-known uh, transition is, is Bosk, the bounty hunter from Empire Strikes Back. Uh, but they've been showing up on The Mandalorian, uh, uh, probably m- most notably in Episode 2, when, when Din Djarin kills several of them as they're attempting to steal the child from him. We also get to see some Aqualish. Remember Ponda Baba? That's who they are. They're usually bad guys in the, in the lore, uh, and that doesn't seem to be changing at all. So nice to see them. More gamorians are seen in the background. Uh, you love the Gamoran Guards, come on we get a shot of some Tusken Raiders in the sand always a good time Twi'leks, we get Twi'leks are they dancing girls again? are we keeping up that that that, the, uh, that sort of uh, mystique that they have on Tatooine as, as dancers for Jabba and his palace uh, one of them is being played by Jennifer Beals, so we're very con- con- uh, we're very curious if the one played by Jennifer Beals, who you do see in this trailer Will have a more significant role than some of the others, maybe in the past. So we're now we're excited to see how that's going to shake out. Uh, and there's also some speculation on the internet that uh, Raistlin Sant, cameo in the, in this trailer, maybe is in the show. Uh, she is the the band backup singer in Return of the Jedi Special Edition. That's sort of like you know Boba Fett like you, know, you know does his little. Let's just say she's captured his attention in the special edition of Return of the Jedi, and maybe they're going to embrace that that that. that special edition that... I'm not the world's biggest fan of that new musical number they put into Jabba's Palace. Call me a traditionalist. But hey, if they're going to lean into it and bring that character back, why not? Let's see what happens. Let's see what shakes loose. We're going to see some Clatuinians And uh, I think that's the majority of the species that we saw. Uh, some of the other things we're very curious about is is this show staying centered on Tatooine? Are we spending most of our time on Tatooine? You know, there's been, again... The internet seems to be very a lot, a lot. of the internet seems very convinced that we are on Tatooine, like that giant city that we see is just another uh, uh, settlement on Tatooine, a more more populous one, uh, perhaps than what we've seen from Moss Eisley and Mos Espa in the past. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. It it seems likely that we're staying focused on Tatooine. I mean, that is where the heart of Jabba's empire was. His criminal organization was centered on Tatooine, so it makes a certain amount of sense that there might be rivals close by. Who also are trying to move in before Boba Fett showed up to kill Bib Fortuna, you know. And it's possible Bib Fortuna was was somebody else's servant at this point too. Like maybe Boba Fett jumped the jumped jumped the gun, if you will, and killed Bib before you maybe should have. It's, that's gonna upset somebody? Like maybe that Ithorian. Uh, remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. But we're very excited. We saw we saw the ship formerly known as Slave One in this trailer. A lot of speculation that uh, that that name has been retired by Disney, and we might get a, a renaming of Boba's ship in this series. So something else to kind of speculate about and maybe maybe get an answer to when the show drops off for us at the end of December. Uh, what else is in this trailer? That's it's, I mean, it's all just really exciting. You get to see some fisticuffs, some standoffs, Boba Fett looking like a total, you know, you know a B.A., dude. <laughs> he looks like a, he, I don't like to. He looks like a badass. I mean, I'm just gonna say it. He looks very formidable. The fight scenes look great. I can't wait to see more of the fight scenes. You know, we only got like a little snippet here, snippet there, but Boba Fett looks ruthless. He looks ruthless, and I love it. I'm here for every second of it, and I want to see Fennec do some do some awesome stuff too. Can't wait to see what new elements we get to explore in the Star Wars galaxy on this series, and um, yeah, just. Really, really fun stuff. And uh, um man, I want to watch it again. I'm I'm so excited. I'm sure you all are excited. Just as excited as I am. I don't have any deep analysis on that trailer. You know, it's just it's just a snippet here, snippet there. It's enough to get us excited, get the blood pumping, and we're ready for it. We're so excited. The book above that coming January er, geez, January, no way, December 29th, twenty-one. That is how you're gonna start your new year's. and you're going to start your New Year's before New Year's Eve because you're going to watch that show eight times like I am it's going to be so exciting I can't wait and uh, the only downside is it means like there's going to be a lot more uh, Boba Fett toys for me to buy and (laughs) there will be people that I live with who don't care for that decision so we'll have to see how that shakes out I think that's it as far as my speculation as as far as like you know trying to pull things from the trailer I don't want to go too deep on that like we could speculate like again some of these shots, like, oh, where are they walking to? What's that, that building that they're heading towards? Is that where the Ithorian's at? We could play that game, but or we could just wait for the show. I tend to want to wait for the show. <laughs> but the, very exciting time. What a great day. If, if anything new pops up, I'm going to insert it right here. And something new did pop up, so we're back to address it. You know, we don't spend a lot of time on MendoVision, uh, dealing with rumors and innuendos. It's not it's not really my favorite thing to do. It's It's just... Um, sometimes it's, it's much to do about nothing. And, and so I'd rather let those things kind of sort themselves out. But this rumor is beginning to uh, pick up some momentum. And let's, let's, let's pull on this string a little bit and see where it goes, is kind of how I'm looking at it. Perhaps you saw it on the internet already. They, a rumor is, is, is hitting the internet claiming that Lucasfilm is developing a Darth Maul-focused animated series for Disney+. Plus. It would follow Maul, uh, operating Crimson Dawn in in, uh, in the events prior to Solo, a Star Wars story, and that Paul Bettany is expected to return as Drayden Voss. This is very interesting news. What's even more interesting is the second part of the rumor, which is this series was meant to be live action, but complications caused them to change it to animation. I'm very intrigued by this, I like the idea of another animated series uh, filling in some of the gaps from where we leave Maul at the end of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, to where we find him at uh, the point of, of running Crimson Dawn, and and you know kind of being almost a prequel to the events of Solo in in a sense, but also how it will help to shape this underworld element that we are going to be picking up on Boba Fett too, Crimson Dawn. Could factor into many of these things. Uh, The Boba Fett show, in particular, they could still be a presence. In the comic books, they are, and why why would the comic books not, uh, you know, or excuse me, why would why would the creative people not explore that further potentially in the Boba Fett timeline? Um, I'm very curious about the complications that could have existed with this going from live action to animation. uh, again, that could be that could mean anything. It it could be a behind the scenes thing. It could be a production issue, a budget issue. I we don't know. Maybe we'll get more information if this gets confirmed. Again, we are sort of expecting that Disney shareholders meeting to be, uh, sort of a, a font of information, a wealth of knowledge for Star Wars fans, and maybe we'll get some we'll get some clarity on on what this show is and can be if it's actually even true. So again, take these all with a grain of salt, but. Again, if we're doing an animated series with as follows Darth Maul, I assume we're going to be in the same animation style as we've seen from Clone Wars and from Rebels and from the Bad Batch, which I think would be great. More Sam Witwer back as the voice of Darth Maul, hopefully. That'd be fantastic, too. Though, I mean, Sam could have done the voice work, uh, you know, in like an ADR situation for the live-action series as well. Um, but you, you'd have to assume that, that, that Sam will come back and, and do... This in animation form for sure. Like, why not? Um, yeah, I, I hope we learn more about this. I'm very intrigued by it. I'm very excited about the possibilities of it. And and again, show me more of this this galactic underworld. I want to know more about it. I want the juicy juicy details. So yeah, let's hope this. I, I'm 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 hoping this rumor has some truth to it, and hopefully we will get some clarity on that. In the very near future, so uh, fingers crossed, because I'm uh, you know more more Star Wars on Disney Plus is never a bad thing, you know and and you know I've i I have been you know screaming my ears off screaming my ears off that makes a lot of sense, I've I've been talking ad nauseum about getting more Star Wars uh, series to explore these nooks and crannies of of the galactic underbelly. You know, I, I've talked about it on prior episodes. How I want, I want an underworld show that that incorporates all these different characters. That incorporates Han Solo and Chewbacca and Lando and the bounty hunters and the and the crime guilds and and you know more of this with the smugglers and and there's there's so many fun, interesting elements. There's so it's such a fertile ground to to <laughs> to to hoe, if you will, and and um. Yeah, it it just seems like the opportunity is now. This platform is really giving Star Wars a lot of new um, alleyways and avenues to explore, which I think is a great thing. And yeah, let's let's the more the merrier. I'm okay with all of it. A live action show would have been dope, but animation is just fine. I'll take what I can get. And and if it's as the same quality as the other animated series that we have that we have. I mean, come on. Let's let's be all in for it. So, yeah, yep. take it with a grain of salt. You know, hopefully we'll get some, some clarity on this soon, or it'll be, it'll be, at the very least, it'll be, be uh, debunked soon. But again, I'm excited by the possibility. So, fingers crossed. All right. I think that is it for this Bantha Tracks special bonus episode of Mandavision. My name is Tom, Nargai Tom. I thank you so much for checking out this special bonus episode of the show I hope my enthusiasm wasn't off-putting earlier today Um, I'm just fired up watched that trailer a couple more times since I came back to read to insert this sound clip into the episode so that might be why you notice a different tone different modulation in my voice the timbre is a little different timbre you know what I mean anyways let's wrap it up let's get out of here thanks for being here Uh, if anything breaks in the meantime you know we'll be back to talk about it Uh, otherwise I'll plan on checking in with everybody on Friday for episode 2 of Star Wars The Clone Wars Rewatch and uh, yeah it's going to be exciting get ready All right. you know this podcast can only end one way this is the way this is the way this is the way This is the way.